This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. You want to eat healthy, you might want to turn down the music. We'll explain what that's all about. Gearing up for National Donut Day. And what's it going to cost you to entertain your kids this summer? It is Thursday, May 31st, 2018. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, they asked a bunch of people about their biggest regrets. And the most common answer by far is that we are not living up to our ideal selves because we haven't hit our goals or achieved our dreams. So, what is stopping us from going for it? Another survey asked people, what's getting in their way of them achieving their ideal self, their goal, or achieving their dream? And the number one answer was, I'm not disciplined enough. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people blamed it on money. Time. Time was number four. Fear edged out time. A lack of support and a lack of training. But the main thing, the majority, 30%, said the reason for that is because I'm not disciplined enough. Yeah, I think I'm just, how about tired? Right. <laughs> I was going to say, does not disciplined not, enough mean I'm just, I don't have the energy to do it? Just too tired. Just being a little lazy this yeah, afternoon. Right? I think so. It really does. Because of discipline, I mean, if you were disciplined, you it wouldn't even be a thought in your mind to skip it. You know what right. I mean? You'd be like, I'm doing it. This is happening. Yeah, and I think when you run out of excuses, too, like, you know, when, when a lack of training or support or time, fear and money and all that stuff is either overcome or you don't have those to lean on, it really does boil down to, let's be honest, folks, I'm just not disciplined enough. Well, passion comes into the play, too. I mean, you have to be really super passionate about whatever it is. And the pain of not doing it will eventually lose out to the passion. Where do you guys fall on this list? I mean, is there something that you wish you had more discipline to to do? For instance, this morning when we were talking about it being May 31st, I remember thinking on... May 1st, man, if you just walk four miles every single day, you totally lose 10 to 15 pounds this month. That's only 30 days. You could do it. It's May 31st. You know how many days I've done that? Like four? Once. <laughs> out of one. Once. Out of one out of 31? Well, hey, Once. you know. That's... It's because you're not disciplined enough, That's Tim. right. <laughs> what about you two? Is there? Yeah, for me, you know, 
I have dreams, you know, outside of this wonderful career that I've enjoyed for many, many years. There are other things I would like to do, but it's, you know, when you have a full-time job, it's not easy to do in your spare time what you need to do to make those dreams happen. And Mm -hmm. uh, it does require discipline and uh, mental toughness and, you know, thick skin, too, because there's a lot of rejection in this business, so... You just got to keep at it and not quit. And that's what separates the people that succeed versus the people who don't. They don't quit. So very true. For me, I've got a book that's been sitting on a shelf for about four years. That you're trying to finish? That need that I haven't touched. Like one that you're writing, right? Or Um, not reading. I finished it. I wrote it. I finished it. I sent it off to someone to edit it and restructure it Mm -hmm. after I had spoken to um, a couple of agents, literary agents, and it's just, it's sitting there and I just haven't sat down and done it. And that is because it has been suggested to me that I write about something I don't really want to write about. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. No, no, it's it's all about the, the book is all about Jacob and me and autism and what we've done and you know, how, how I think about things and, um, yeah, it's just they want it's very personal. It's a very personal book. And she wants me to open up about something personal that, that I just haven't ready been yet? ready to write about. So mm. that makes sense. Yeah, that's but I need to get off my butt and get it done. Do you feel like you need to get that off your chest? Whatever it is that you don't want to write about? I would say that there's still a significant amount of anger surrounding the topic. And I don't want to write angry. OK, mm. that makes sense. Meanwhile, your kids are wrapping up at free babysitting. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. So known as school for the year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that means for three long months, they're all yours. So, how are you going to solve that problem? You're going to solve that problem the way everybody tries to solve a problem. Throw some money at it, baby. According to a new study, parents spend an average of $170 a week. $170 a week just entertaining their kids during the summer. That's just entertainment. Comes down to about $24 a day, which unfortunately sounds pretty accurate. And does not include any kind of babysitting or... I think most kids eat $24 worth of food a day. Is that considered entertainment? (laughs) Feels like it. In my world, it is. Yeah. That includes the cost of things like camps, amusement parks, sports, other activities, movies, new toys, books, trips, and meals out. On the bright side, once they're back in school, the cost of keeping them entertained drops down to $66 a week, which is still a lot, but it's more than $100 a week less than the summer. What did you guys do all summer? I mean, my parents, I remember my dad worked in Sharonville at the time. So my sister and I went to Kings Island probably three days a week, if not more. 
And I'm talking from like open to close. We yeah. would go in the morning, ride all day or go to the water park or whatever. And just, I, mean, mom, I, know, I know times are different because a lot of people yeah. are weird about safety, but for, we were fine. Yeah. For me, I lived out in the country, but there was a country club within walking distance to my house, had a pool and tennis courts and a golf course. So I would walk there and I would swim and play tennis all, all summer. day long. Like from the time the pool opened at 11 until it closed at six, uh, probably around six, uh, because then I would have ball games. I played softball in the summer. So I would have, I, I was just outside playing all the time. Yeah, we had recreational programs in the town that I grew up in, and that was cool. And just riding riding your bikes with your friends was fun, but not as much fun as playing radio station at home. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was a teacher. She, she was home all summer. Yeah, so, yeah. And you know she likes Mine to do too. stuff. So there were a lot yes. of trips to museums. Lots of stuff in one day. We went to a pillow factory one time for an awesome tour. A My pillow, pillow factory. I'm telling you, we did a lot of things as children. I want a list of all the places your mother took oh, you. Because there was something else you brought a up the other day. Mine. You want to go into into the Earth's crust uh-huh. and learn how they mine gypsum? Uh-huh. We did that. You know. <laughs> Fran was a cool mom. It actually was really cool, but... <laughs> Look at the memories you have now, Tim. Right. hmm There's definitely a lot to be said for not having big plans and just sitting at home on a Saturday night watching Netflix. So a new survey asks people, when someone cancels plans on you, how do you feel about that? Well, they broke down the answers, and 53% of people said they're usually disappointed, but 22% are actually relieved. The remaining 25% said they felt a different emotion or really aren't sure how they felt about the canceled plans. I guess it just depended on how bored they were in the moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would be in that 25%. Thank God. I didn't want to hang out with you anyway. (laughs) Well, not that. It's just leaving the house. A okay, lot of times. lay down. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. Three out of, at least three out of four of us feel that way. What about you? See, Christian? I don't feel that way anymore because I feel like if I've made all of these arrangements oh, to yeah. hang out with you because You're I got annoyed. a babysitter or, you know, whatever, I do get a little annoyed. Yeah. The breakdown by age is pretty interesting, though. People between the ages of 18 and 49 are twice as likely to be relieved about canceled plans as people over the age of 50. And it's probably because when you're younger, you know, you got lots of friends and so much stuff to do. It can almost feel like a burden. But once you're older and your circle shrinks, you make fewer plans and they mean a lot more to you. All right. We are very excited about National Donut Day tomorrow. How about it? My understanding is Dunkin' Donuts is coming in. and Yeah, I talked to Julia. She's going to come in. I think Sprinkles is coming, too. The little. I love Sprinkles. The little donut. Little donut, man. (laughs) <laughs> what a great name for a mascot, too. Sprinkles. Are we sure Sprinkles is a man and not a... Oh, I don't know. Lady Donut? Might be. Sprinkles uh, is asexual. <laughs> oh. While all this is going on, Burger King is trying to cash in on it, even though they don't sell donuts. They're, <laughs> they're cutting a hole in the center of a regular Whopper, and if you order it, you can get the section they cut out on the side as a slider. That's kind of funny. That's their way of... Uh, a whopper hole? Yes. Something like that. And they're only mm-hmm. doing it in five stores. One in New York, Boston, Miami, Los Angeles, and Salt Lake City. And I'm thinking they're not going to be such a runaway hit that they end up introducing them nationwide. Just a guess. But I will tell you what is a hit. Steak sauce, baby. 
The people behind A1 Steak Sauce just launched a new line of candles. And they smell like meat. The three cents are original meat, which smells like steak, backyard barbecue, and classic burger. Makes a great gift idea for Father's Day. You can order them for $15 each at A1MeatSense.com. And you should probably hustle. Make sure you get them before they sell out. And they show up by Father's Day, which is great. Also this morning, I guess this is uh, one way of getting out of taking a breathalyzer and having to say the alphabet backwards. The cops in Racine, Wisconsin, tried to pull over a 55-year-old woman named Brenda McMorris on Saturday night for driving without her headlights on, but she took off and they got into a chase. Eventually, Brenda stopped in a parking lot and the cops got her out of the car to do sobriety tests. She told him she had smoked crack earlier, but they kept doing the sobriety checks, so she got mad. Brenda told the cops the test was dumb because she had already made it clear that she was not drunk. She said, I already told you, I smoked crack. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you, I smoked crack? Oh, God. Crack is whack. She also said she hadn't slept in three days. Mm. She was charged with one felony count of attempting to flee or elude. But hey, no drunk driving charges. Nope. Let's get that right. A lot of people embellish their resume, but you got to think twice about outright lies and definitely do not do what this woman did. Back in 2015, 41-year-old Cindy White landed a sweet job in human resources at a food company about 30 miles north of New Orleans. Problem is, she wasn't actually qualified for it. She found a woman on LinkedIn with a similar name, (laughs) copied her entire resume, passed it off as her own, and negotiated a starting salary of $95,000. Nice. Among other things, her fake resume... Resume said that she went to Tulane and got her master's degree from Hebrew University in Jerusalem. The funny part is, she was actually good enough at her job to get promoted five months later, and her pay got bumped up to $105,000 a year. Wow, that's kind of impressive, actually. But she got canned about two months after that when someone realized what she did. Then... She got arrested for fraud. Wow. It turned out she had also stolen the woman's social security number, and last month a judge sentenced her to 10 years in prison. For a second there, I was like, oh, crap. You know, you you get fired for lying on your, or you can get arrested for lying on your resume. (laughs) At least three other companies. Yeah, she did a little more than that. A little more than that. At least three other companies have now come forward and said she pulled similar stunts with them. She even threatened Uh, to sue one of them after they fired her. That's why. And now she could face an additional 10 years in prison. Insane. I know. Okay. So the next time you're about to order some calorie bomb at a restaurant, pay attention to how loud the music is because the two things might be linked. A new study in Sweden found loud music in restaurants actually makes us more likely to choose unhealthy menu options. Loud music. And we're actually more likely to go with something healthy like a salad when the music is not so loud. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. 
Researchers went to a cafe and played music at different decibels just to see how it affected what people ordered. Yeah. So they would either have it at 55 decibels, which is, you know, it's like background chatter or the hum of a refrigerator, or 70 decibels, which is closer to the sound of a vacuum cleaner. And when they cracked it up to 70, people were 20% more likely to order something unhealthy like a burger and fries. That's really interesting. Yeah, and they did this over the course of several days. They kept getting the same results. So the study seems pretty legit. And the explanation is pretty simple. Basically, soft music is calming, and louder music gets us amped up. Does it help you shop, too? Like when you go to H&M or one of those stores where they have the music like pumping and dancing, and you're like, yeah, I feel skinny. Yep. Well, it's like people can't hear you spending all your money, (laughs) so you buy more. True. That does make sense, though. Like when you go to... Like a Mexican restaurant that has their music just blaring. I feel like I eat more chips and salsa and margaritas because it's like a party, you know? I find that, you know, if they're playing a really cool song at Kroger, like, you yeah. know, <laughs> fooled around and fell in love by Jim Fatoglo, it just makes me want to shop longer. I thought I was the only one that noticed the <laughs> soft, sweet jams they play. They play good. So I heard Baby they Got do. Back the other day at the one in Coryville. <gasps> I wonder what they have. You think it's that like Muzak or whatever? I don't. I'm not quite sure. K-R-G-R. But I heard Foster the People sit next to me, which tells me that is a song that will remain. <laughs> It'll be around perpetual for history. Yeah, that's a sign, man. When they start playing your song at Kroger, it means you got staying power. <laughs> does Muzak even exist anymore? Yeah, where they it does. take it does. pop music and turn it into cheesy no, they have instrumentals. Like, they have a million different um yep. like streams, I guess, that you can well, get for your place. But I that one. I hear it's ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Nothing well, and like- I think it's also really it's one of those things too, because I remember and, and I don't remember exactly where I was, but I was like, Oh, this is a fun song. And she was like, yeah, but we don't have any control over that. We're not allowed to change it. And it comes from corporate. So these corporate companies are paying for whatever service it is. And then they pipe that throughout the entire region of whatever. Every time I go to Lowe's, I hear BB Mac. Yes. Every time. Because it's safe listening music. It tests well for construction workers and people (laughs) who are doing lawn care. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Uh, I think you should just, you know, go the cheap route and get Q102 for free. That's right. I think so, too. Rank it up in your business. Uh, 739, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, let's see, a couple things here. This uh, Have you ever been at, at a hotel and you needed a shower, but you were too lazy, so you just jumped in the pool? Mm. This sure. is no. a continuation. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> no. Well, you guys, have you ever had a pool in your backyard? Mm-mm. Yes. No, but we kept a bottle of swab out there by the hose growing up. (laughs) This is a continuation of that thought process. Someone in Florida was at the pool at a hotel, and there was a woman sitting on the edge, dipping her feet in while watching her kids, which is perfectly fine, reasonable, and even responsible. While she was sitting there, she was also shamelessly shaving her legs ah, and using and using the pool water Ugh. to wash the blade I off. I can't. 
And I just can't help but think about oh. like how much hair is she shaving yes. off of her legs and what's floating on top of the water yes. in her area. Because when you shave your legs in a bathtub and then you let the water out, the residue, oh, yeah. I mean, women, and you guys know this as people that shave your face, the residue mm-hmm. is there and that's in the pool. Now, what's funny to me is we hear plenty of stories about people peeing in pools, and I can't tell you how many people are okay with that. I am okay with this. I just remember the the sign that was in the like locker room of the pool that I went to growing up. It says, don't pee in our pool. We don't swim in your toilet. And I just always thought that was really brilliant. Yeah, and it's funny. <laughs> I, thought, but, I, don't know. I know, but you know, shaving mm. is where people draw the line. I guess yeah, I don't know. The chemicals like, and the they pool. got no problem sitting in pee. Yeah, well, the chemicals <laughs> in the pool, pool are killing the pee, but it's not going to kill the hair and razor residue. We got floaters. Yeah, I pee in the pool all the time <laughs> on vacation. I'm sorry, but it's true. See, I think that's more gross. I agree. I don't. And the person who saw it posted a video on Reddit. Now the footage of her shaving her legs at the pool, the footage and the screenshots from it are bouncing around on the internet. Oh, uh, Natalie posted it on our Jeff and or on our Q and a two page. If you want to see it. So, what have you seen someone do in public that they probably should be doing in private? I always seem to look at someone at the wrong moment when they're grabbing themselves or doing something. I see that a lot. Grabbing themselves like Like adjusting adjusting the parts. Right. Well, so many men just do that. Like I was riding in a car with a guy who, you know, when you sit down and your your jeans are a little bit big and the the zipper area kind of sticks out a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. And he was just sitting there playing with that. <laughs> you know, flipping it up down. and putting it down and flipping it up and putting it down and just, you know, over and over and over again for about a 45 minute ride. Did you say anything? I wanted to, but I was like, I'm just going to let it go. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> Five one three seven four nine twenty three twenty. What have you seen someone do in public? Thanks for listening to the Q one hundred two Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.